All right, welcome to episode 13 of Being Brown. Where this is part two of the amazing conversation we have with Nehal uh, Mehra about body positivity and all the things, really. Um, in part two of this awesome conversation, we spoke about body positivity and encouraging children to feel beautiful, developing as a teenager, and much more. This was an awesome conversation that we had, and we can't wait to have more. You know, it's, Enjoy. It's not only commenting on, on people when they look great. I think that it's giving that positive um, compliment at any time, you know, just not associate it with one particular thing and I think that's something I, I mm. find myself kind of toying with and, and and that may be because I think too much about mm. um, a, a situation mm. beforehand um, and, right. and I would say what helped me become more um, giving with my compliments believe it or not it's my nephew um, he will if you you know if you're wearing something that he likes he will happily say oh uh, Heens Foy, which is my nickname, and Foy is aunt for in Gujarati. Oh, Heens Foy, you look nice today. Mm -hmm. And he says it so, without, you know, it's, it's, it just, nobody spurs him on. There's no kind of, oh, you know, tell Heens Foy mm -hmm. she looks, he just, he'll look at you and go, oh, Heens Foy, you look nice today. And I'm like, oh, you're, <laughs> you're just the sweetest. Like he, he says it without any agenda. There's no insecurity from him. I, I hope. Um, and it's just free flowing in it. It, it's said with love. I mean, uh, I, I I see that, right? Like, I see what you're you're talking about with 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 your nephew, and I think that's so beautiful because um, that's that's just how kids are, right? Mm. Like, it's like kids say their darnest things, but kids also say the most honest and cutest things, right? Because there's no there's no judgment that we've given them, but it also starts around that age, and that's why I brought up um, a little bit earlier in my intro where I developed the complex and I you know, was constantly looking at myself and saying like, wow, I'm not skinny enough or I'm not like good enough to be loved by my aunts and my, and, and my family because I wasn't this like super, super thin, skinny child, like a five-year-old. Mm -hmm. I was just, I was just average. Um, and that's how it starts. Right. And the things that we see around us, right. Like the media and like our, our community is so looks driven right it's so appearance driven yeah. that everything really comes down to that it's like oh why aren't you like fair enough why aren't you skinny enough and that starts at a very very young age um and and th those are the conditionings right like that's how that's just what we've been taught that's how our parents were taught that's how the older generation like that's all they knew mm. and that's the reason why i said you know, we are that generation who's becoming more aware, right? Who's going to break that conditioning where we're going to be a lot more attentive to our children and, and make sure and be more cognizant that we're not just complimenting them on their looks and we're allowing them to feel beautiful from within, right? Mm -hmm. And we have to start that from a very, very young age. Yeah. Um. So that that's what happens. And like, I'm sure, you know, we've all seen this where there's an imagery on social media and a across like everywhere where it's like there's there's two adults sitting back to back but then there's two children within them oh, yeah trying to hold their hands and ideally uh, not ideally but in, essentially that's that's what it is right mm. we've all really just quieted the child within and we've we've told to grow up and and move forward and the thing is that you have to let the child be a child right? You have to let them 
just just be who they are so they can grow up to to truly be who they're meant to be right mm. and 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 we when we try to start start carving that out as a society from a very very young age right um just on that there's a movie called kid like jake which is quite powerful that that you know is 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 kind of about the stuff that we're talking about well kind of more on the gender <laughs> side but it, it kind of yeah. kind of has you know overlapping themes here yeah i i completely agree i think that yeah i i can i feel like one way or another we've all been through that journey as children it mm-hmm. I, I I was I was what they call a healthy child a healthy yeah. child if you say in an in, in Indian accent healthy um yeah. you know kind of up to the age of five six kind of average and then I think as junk food I don't know food generally become became a thing that I realized I enjoyed I don't know if it's necessary to junk food I think my mom often talks about my love for milk and back then we would drink full fat milk so you know that just generally yeah yeah we're growing up and it was this this kind of um it was a positive thing to eat well and have a child be look healthy you know with big nice chubby cheeks um Mm. and then somewhere along the line that healthy you know this child is healthy 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 um you know in Gujarati they'd say get the fine chair you know with the nice cheeks and you know people pinching my cheeks which I I still have thankfully um somewhere along the line it kind of became a little there was like a not a sinister I wouldn't say it was that deep but there was an undertone to then the chub that mm. stayed in kind of the the preteen mm-hmm. years and then it was like okay now all of my friends have lost their chub and they're <laughs> they're like these beautiful what I perceived as beautiful you know thin um preteens that were wearing you know whatever clothes they wanted from H&M and everyone's like oh I'm a size six and I'm a size eight and there I was like a preteen in a size 10 um, which is UK 10 so I I don't I think it's plus four in the north in North America so uh, 10 here would be a 14 um Mm-hmm. with a more kind of curvaceous figure. And that in itself had its so many undertones. I, I you know, lots of like, oh, you yeah. have a very um, big chest and, you know, you're only 14. And it's like, yeah, well, ask my genes why it's like that. I don't know. This is just how I've kind of developed. Um, th- right. Lots of undertones. And that where where my journey definitely was like, it was it kind of went from it's a good thing to be, you know, on the healthy side and that, that, you know, healthy being, you know, a little bit plump. And then somewhere along the line, it was, it wasn't okay to be whatever the beauty standards prescribed. And I think that for me was for a little confusing. I remember being like, well, one second, it's like, it's okay to be, uh, to be cheeked. And now it's like, no, it's not Mm -hmm. where, and how do you cope with that change? Cause Mm -hmm. it can happen so quickly, you know, even just going through school, your friends, as puberty kicks in, it can change very, very quickly. In the space of one academic year, your you know your body has changed so quickly, um, and I think that for me was the mm-hmm. hardest transition for me to kind of adjust to, and be like, oh, okay, this is my new body, and mm-hmm. it doesn't look like the the bodies of my friends because they had obviously different genes, and I was one of the few that that was on the curvier side, so 
yeah, I think that the being around uh, and and the school I went to had a, a huge South Asian population. I think we would we would definitely the majority. I think ninety nine percent of the pupils there were from the South Asian community. Right. So it wasn't out of the norm that everyone else was really thin and you know um, a particular type. And I was I was the not the norm so yeah for me that journey was mm. was the the more challenging one and you know as you said it's the judgment that comes with that within society not just the south asian but just generally i think that we start to feel that more and more um but i feel that there's a mm. there's an added layer being um coming from a minority um of looking a particular way because you're you're kind of it's kind of like double um, beauty standards you're trying to keep up with not only the western you know size six or four whatever is in 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 north america in the uk it's like a size eight um but then here and then you add that other beauty standard of of this you know minority community it's like have fair skin have long beautiful wonderful hair that's shiny and not um Mm -hmm. you know thin it has to be thick and luscious and then on top of that wonderfully full eyebrows on top of that not have any hair and on and, and and it's the and i find that for me, yeah. I was toggling two beauty standards, and I'm sure so many people can relate to this. It's it's that not only do you have to be Western, and I'm sure there's overlap over the two uh, ideals, but I feel like you're not only comparing yourself to Angelina Jolie, but you're comparing yourself to Ashwarya Rai, who's, yep. you know, essentially the exception to the, the how people look in India or in the South Asian community. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure I've just gone off on a bit of a uh, uh, no. <laughs> rant here, no, no. but I feel like there, there no. are so many no. challenges for young people or people going, and I see people because I, I'm now aware of the trans community, you know, the beauty standards that's imposed upon them and the, you know, the image, positive image and body image that's imposed po- upon them. So, you know, I, I can't even begin to think what it must be like right now if, if you're trying to go through that process mm-hmm. and and those um judgment and all of that still exists because i think it's far more exas- exasperate i always say this word wrong exasperate <laughs> exasperated now <laughs> me um, too yeah yeah I, right. I don't know i don't know what your thoughts are on that no i think there's um a lot of things that you you said and a lot of the points that you touched on again all of us connect with it. All of us resonate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because I was also that girl who, you know, hit puberty when I was 10 years old and 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 my body developed so early. And it was like, I was almost scared to talk about what I was going through and, 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 and you know, seek out even like to my own mom to be like, hey, like, you know, there's changes happening. What do I do? How do I deal with this? And, 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 and and that's what happens, right? There's not enough education around that stuff. So on on that aspect, I I you know there's just so much to talk mm-hmm. about, and we can definitely get into it at, at at another time. But I was very very much the same way. Um, I you know I'm 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 heavier busted, and it was just I like I I felt so hard. Like I felt like. I I like I hated it. I was just like, mm. what's going on with my body? And 
um, definitely more on the curvy side. I've always been curvaceous. And like, even as a child, um, you know, when you said the healthy um, and yeah. <laughs> everyone is like, oh, you know, she's very healthy. And yes. it's just like, um, it's like, yeah, I, I am healthy. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that I'm not healthy internally. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, you know, into sports all the time. And it's just like, I hate it because I feel like we always have to like say these things to be like, I'm an active child. You yes. know, I was good. Um, it did. It, I didn't just sit in front of the TV and like eat all the time. And that's one thing, you know, we're, I know we're talking about children, but that's one of the things that it, it breaks my heart where there's so many women out there who deal with so many health problems mm-hmm. and they get scrutinized all the time because they're like, all you do is sit in front of the TV and just eat. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you actually don't know that these women are probably starving themselves. They're going through so many health problems. It's just that, and women, right? We have so many hormonal problems mm-hmm. where and and this is when I when I realized that there was something that was happening with me as well right because when I was going through my my health issues and it was just like I can't catch a break like I have been um super active since I was in my high school years like I still do crazy amounts of you know exercise just because I genuinely enjoy it mm. it's like a challenge and competition with myself but I feel like I'm I I was always like trying to catch that validation mm. be like no 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 like I do everything like I'm doing everything right and there's a lot of women who do that right like there's and and we need to talk about these things like especially in the South Asian community women go through endometriosis they go through PCOS there's like you know fertility issues where like there's so many women taking like hormonal medications and it's just like our bodies are all over the place mm. and these poor women like sometimes they just they don't know right like mm. they they're they're unaware they're they you know they aren't around a uh, an environment or a situation where allows them or encourages them rather to go out and like seek that help thyroid problems like all these things are such a such a big thing around it and um i just wanted to like to, to quickly mention that because you know if there's any woman who's who, or any any woman out there who's listening to this and just feel so down on herself and she's on that 1200 calorie diet because that's what doctors will do right or or everyone will be like oh just just like eat a cracker a day and you'll lose weight and it's just like <laughs> well you know and and they put themselves through that they mm-hmm. torture themselves through that you know to 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 be a particular weight and like, I hear you, you know, all I want to say is like, I understand what you're going through. You're not complaining all the time. You're not a negative person. It's just, it's just a lot that our bodies, um, they kind of have a mind of their own, but, um, yeah, it's just, it, I just definitely wanted to, to mention that for, for anybody, but, um, yeah, I, 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 it was, it was weird to, to be going through it as a teenager, having all these different changes in my, in my body and then, and, and having that comparison again with my friends who, Mm -hmm. you know, had the perfect, um, you know, measurements for, uh, the perfect figure and, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just like, Oh, I don't think I have those dimensions. Mine are way (laughs) off. (laughs) And, um, again, it's just, it's a sense of comparison. You know, we're, we're constantly put in a place to judge ourselves over and over and over again. I mean, uh, I had it easy. You, you guys obviously have a lot to deal with in this. I think this is the, this is uh, this is the the difficulty that um, that I think so many of us experience is that I so I obviously 
being married to Hina and obviously living with living with Hina, and, uh, you know, for six years in June. Yeah, July. July. Sorry. Yeah. Um, it you know you you do I do start to understand like the these the different phases like like that a body will go through and it's even I don't think even you like there's still parts of the day like uh, that you don't even understand your own body no and I'm definitely still trying to listen to it and and figure it out mm-hmm. and and as time goes uh, it's changed a lot mm. definitely yeah and I think that's that's what everything you've just been saying it's it's the stuff that um you guys have to go through just to try and regulate a quote-unquote normal day i guess you know is 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 mm-hmm. remarkable and you know even kind of seeing it through through uh my mom's perspective as well and you know the idea of menopause and, and all this kind of stuff it's it still boggles my mind yeah. i i you know honestly don't know how you guys do it um it's uh I, it's if you're able to and again and i'm a dude so forgive me if i'm i'm <laughs> you know spying my mouth where 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 I, I don't kind of belong is but just the the ability to be able to continue through those difficult times and just accept that fine that you may not be able to do something in this particular moment but if there's something that i can do to try and i don't know uh, uh to bring some awareness to, to how i'm feeling and just go through life through that difficulty is is you know that that says a lot about the your character and that like you said you the, the, you know you just started that segment the way if you want to sit down and watch a movie and do nothing just do it like there's it goes back to the whole perception of what people are going to think mm-hmm. and that again is is ingrained in our community who cares like right. uh, there are days that you want to do that i'm like <laughs> just do it like what, what what's stopping you like what you know the, the, yeah there's the there's 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 nothing that you should do that we overthink it yeah right what i was just gonna say that there's so many layers yeah. you said so you sit down we to watch a film and then you think, uh, but then i've got laundry to do and i've got this to not not to say you know uh, that's all we do sure, sure, sure. housework yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm very mindful of what i say <laughs> but you know you, there's there's a thousand layers to that there and and we do overthink it and then even if you do yeah. sit down to try and enjoy it you, it's it's somewhat tainted. i've got to do this and i've got to, yeah, 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 yeah it's somewhat yeah. tainted so i think it it but I don't think that's exclusive to women. I mm. think that's that's people go through that. Yeah. All people go through that. I don't think that that's exclusive to one community or one, one type of person. Um, but just kind of um, going mm-hmm. back to what you were saying, Nahal, um about the the advocacy of of you know for those women who um, who have the PCOS and endometri- endometri- I can't say endometriosis. What is wrong with me? I can't see these e words. <laughs> endometriosis. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> it's it's also there's that other layer of kind of advocating for your health. You know, it, I find often and yeah. I'm guilty of it. Garan will will you know uh, attest to this. When something's wrong, it's like oh it's okay, it's nothing, it's fine, it'll go away, or you know it's fine, I can manage it. it, it you, mm-hmm. It's this this superwoman complex that so many of us have that it, you know our health needs don't need to right. be addressed because um, in the fear of looking weak, and I know that this is a, a common theme that our male counterparts experience, um, and then feeling reluctant to yeah. get that that medical help and dealing with whatever it is that is happening internally and not just pushing yeah. it aside um and then it's you know a stigma that's attached with pcos and all the other things right. like you become this 
again, the stigma and community judgment is that you're not whole. Um, and that has its yeah. own, you know, own difficulties um, within yeah. within the South Asian community. I, I, I just want to quickly jump in here and it just, you know, it's that idea of going to therapy as well, right? Mm. Everything is just, we're told that we don't need help. It's mm. constantly, right? When I was going through my depression, um, it took me two years to go to, to, to mm. find help. Um, and I don't know. And everybody that I talk to now, they're just like, how did you survive that time? I genuinely don't know. Those, those, those two, three years were mm. years, right? Having a bad day can be so daunting and just so cons- over-consuming, right? I don't know how I, how I dealt with those two years, but it, it was that sense of going out and searching for help, right? Or, or seeking out help. We always mm-hmm. say no to it. We always are, are told that you don't need help. It's that idea, especially our mothers have, um, you know, have, have dealt with this all, all their lives or actually mm-hmm. as women, you know, it's like we're supposed to take mm-hmm. care of everything, right? God forbid if something happens to their husbands and it's just like, oh, are, you know, it'll, they'll turn around to the woman and be like, are you not <laughs> yes. feeding him correctly? Are you not taking yes. care of him correctly? Yeah. You know, are you not, are you not like basically just like <laughs> lying on the, you know, and kissing the floor that he's walking on? Like, why aren't you doing all that? And that's, that is a huge mm-hmm. thing in our community, you know? And, and, and it's, it's for all yep. women, right? Like our generation our, our, our parents' generation, like that's, that's the mm-hmm. reality of it. And it's great that we're again, coming to a realization that it's not yeah. okay. And, Another thing that I did want to say is just um, about women, you know, who are going through health issues as well. It's, it's again, that idea that if you go out and get help, then mm. it's not okay, especially mm-hmm. as a woman, it's not okay, you know? And the, the idea of body positivity for women who have kids, you know, I, I talk about it at that it's a conditioning thing from a very, very young age. But do you know, like, how many women are feeling so mm. shitty about themselves because they've gained a little bit of weight because they just like birthed <laughs> a life. And it's just like, think about it. Like Kim Kardashian, for example, she got so much slack because she had gained weight oh during her goodness. pregnancy. How dare she? You know what I mean? Like, exactly. How dare any woman be not, you know, just prim and proper and dressed up completely. And it's just, there's just so many expectations on women from so many different angles. And it's just, again, we can talk about this <laughs> till pigs fly, but there's, there's just so much here. It's just, and, and, and again, it's just like, you know, it's so important that we start recognizing that women's bodies are very, very different than a man's body. I hate it when a man comes to me and be like, well, just do this and you'll lose 20 pounds. And it's yeah. like, shut up. You don't do you know. know? Why? You know, you don't know what i go through okay um and again a lot of women feel this way right like they're not they're not going through that and it's just um (laughs) this is him i've done constantly yeah like maybe not so much anymore but understanding and and i think sorry to cut cut you off completely there but i think it's because i've started learning more about my body and the more i think about it i'm thinking we have this monthly cycle that means my hormones go up and down every month up and down different hormones changes Mm -hmm. sensitivity to food and i'm learning that oh when i'm yeah 
you know, at this time of the month, I can't eat this particular food if mm. it's spicy or if it's it's not it's not agreeing with me so well. It's that hormone change mm-hmm. that has such an impact. And in comparison, yeah. I'm I'm no doctor, but my understanding is men do not have that hormone change. I think I I, I don't know if there's research no. to refute this. If there is, let us know. Um, but my understanding is men's hormones maybe they do fluctuate up and down a little bit. I'm sure they do, but generally they're far more steady than than women's hormones so surely if everything is changing on a regular monthly basis how we eat how we live is going to be you know is going to be completely different too and how how exercise affects us is completely Mm. different we can't do the same exercises um and and see the same results and and we know this for a fact because Gordon and I used to go to the gym and I would do I kid you not one hit workout after another for two hours so two full hours of hit I don't know if that that's that's healthy but I would do it and I and yeah. the thing about we me with exercise yeah. no it's not you should only do it yeah. 45 um, minutes the the thing with me exercise is <laughs> when I'm in that session I'll give it 110 percent I'm the the one with the reddest face and you know my head will feel like it's about to explode but yeah. I, I'll keep going and then Garen will do 20 minutes of cardio a bit of mm. weightlifting and a month down the line He's like ripped, you know, his arms are looking really defined. He can, he looks amazing. And I'm like, okay, my, my, my weight is exactly the same or my body, you know, BMI, I don't really believe in it, Mm -hmm. but you know, for me, nothing really changes. And if anything, it's been just maintaining how I'm, how I'm managing my, my weight. So I learned that very early on um, in our relationship that, Oh, okay. Not not as a result of yeah. our relationship, but just <laughs> from from actually working out and then seeing how <laughs> exercise affects Garan compared to how yeah. Weapon. Because before, prior to this, I'd never ever done that. I'd never been to the gym with the guy and seen how mm. how it works out. Mm. So yeah, yeah, we we learned this very early on um, that we are affected by diet and exercise very differently. Um, but and Garan's yeah, so Garan's, differently. Garan's so, so a different. bit less. Um, uh, what's the word? A uh, bit more reserved with his dietitian and exercise um, advice for me, but he means well. That that's the that's the best mm. thing that he he intends it. It comes from a good place for, from from him. Yes, <laughs> for sure. And I think a lot of men do. Okay, I, I think you know men do. I'm not gonna no, I'm no, not gonna no, put a no, num- yeah, numerical yeah. like sure. number in front of that. I think men, men, there are some men who do, who just want to help you out. And, and, you know, they have this thing in them where it's like a savior thing. But the whole point why I wanted to bring that up is just, you know, again, it goes back to that understanding, right? Like we need to initiate more understanding, right? Like if there's a woman out there, she's probably dealing with already very, very negative Mm -hmm. body image. And we need to not exasperate um that 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 and and really accentuate and emphasize it any further but to really allow herself to to feel good in her skin right and and i know this might be against like popular opinion i am a huge proponent of a healthy lifestyle huge um i am constantly reading up um on on studies and and you know articles out there on how to be the, the the healthiest person because I do deal with a lot of health issues um and you know constantly in in that cycle so I'm not going to sit there and just be like oh you know just let your health be whatever so you can be more accepting 
you, in order to even change your mind, your body, or whoever you are, it has to come from a place of love. It has to come from a place of acceptance. And you have to, you know, you have to, to, to be not hating on your body, right? And you can't be torturing yourself. You have to do it as a way to nourish your body. You have to do it as a way to maintain it, to, to honor it, to, to nurture it. And I, it's just, there's, there's a lot of women mm. who just hate themselves and they're, you know, I did, right. I would be on a treadmill, like I said, for hours on end. And, um, you know, that's where probably a lot of like my back issues came from. And, and, and just when you come from a place of hate, you only burn yourself more. Right. But when you start to come from a place of care and love for yourself, you start to see the changes that you want, right? And there's there's a huge difference in that, right? There's a huge difference in hating yourself and 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 starving and and doing a two hour hit. <laughs> I don't even know how you're doing it because I do. I go to a hit studio five to six times a week, and in an hour, I'm just I'm done, right? Like I'm I'm done. I don't know how you're doing two hours, but that's the reality, right? Like women are just so incredibly difficult on themselves and they will literally, you know, drill themselves into the ground just to be a particular number and to, to be yeah. a size. And then we'll do that over and over and over again. We'll, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. scrutinize ourselves and, and really overthink even the, the simplest acts in our, mm-hmm. in our lives to, to do anything. We will, you know, dissect every single thing that we do watching tv we will dissect that you know mm-hmm. wanting to go out for brunch or dinner with our friends we will sit there and be like oh do i really want to do this we'll start really holding ourselves back from living a life because we're afraid of how others might perceive us because of how we look right and that is that is like my whole mm-hmm. um objective behind what i whatever i do is is for me it was about living my dreams, right? I never thought I would be that person who would be in front of a camera doing the things that I do right now, taking pictures, making videos, wanting to have a dream to be in media, to be advocating for women who look like me. That is my dream and I'm going to get there. I would have never, ever, ever in a million years thought I would be that person. But that's what we do, right? When we are, when we are, hate like again I hate to keep saying this over and over again but like when we're hating ourselves we go for things that we think we should be doing right we we constantly and that's a way that's 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 settling in life that's settling with clothes that's settling Mm -hmm. with our jobs husbands everything you know and we will we will constantly go to something that has been approved for us, quote unquote, um, because of how we look, right? We will say that, you know, you look like a person who should be a teacher or you look like a person who um, doesn't belong on TV. And honestly, I want to change that Mm -hmm. for for many women out there, for men, you know, who feel that they can be whoever they want and do whatever they want. Because- 
for me, happiness comes from the work that we do. And it's like, if we're settling on the, the, the one thing that's supposed to bring us the most happiness, that means that we're, none of us are really living a happy life. Exactly that. I think that representation matters and, you know, hashtag representation matters. It does matter. Growing up, I didn't see any curvy people on any of the films I watched Mm -hmm. or any of the TV shows I watched until the rise of Beyonce and, you know, Mm -hmm. Bootylicious. And honestly, that song was my anthem because I felt finally someone sees me Mm -hmm. and sees my curvaceousness and sees and and actually celebrating. And it became uh, a good thing in, you know, in mainstream media. And I think that, that, you know, um, more of that needs to happen across the range of people the intersection of people, mm-hmm. of personalities, of body types, of 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 just generally humans. You know, it shouldn't mm-hmm. just be one type of person monopolizing the representation. It should definitely be um, a cross section. And I know that slowly it's happening. And for those who are advocating, like yourself, keep keep at it because it's needed. There's young children, um, impressionable preteens and teens mm-hmm. that are watching this day in day out and they need that inspiration they need that 100%. kind of that motivation that they they too can be someone um and they're valued yeah. and they're seen and they're, they're loved regardless of of you know the the judgment that they put on themselves and the judgment they feel it's about battling against that mm-hmm. so completely and i i thank you so much for all of your wisdom that you shared with us you know even your top tip about giving people compliments mm. I think that's wonderful and I I know that I'm going to continue current you know doing that being more giving with my compliments as much as I can even to strangers mm-hmm. I found North America is far more nicer <laughs> I've had strangers say to yeah. me oh that's a really nice something and I'm like oh thank you so much that, yeah and then initially uh, obviously my response is to go oh it's I just got it in the sale and I want to just kind of <laughs> diminish the 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 niceness of, of yeah. the compliment but yeah, completely. Um, but now I've got I've learned to say thank you. Um, but yes, I'm going to be more yeah. giving with my compliments. Um, so thank you for your time. Um, mm. I think this is a has been a wonderfully illuminating episode for me. I know, yeah. Karen, for you it has. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't think that. No, absolutely. Any, I agree. Any... I think it's been it's been so good. I think I, I think I'd like to thank you in agreement as well. I think that we <clears throat> excuse me. There's another episode coming up. I think there's 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 still so much we haven't discussed. I think there's a lot we can still talk about um, just kind of off the back of this episode. Um, but I guess before we do say bye, yeah, um, before we do say... <laughs> I wanted to before write. We, yeah, before we do say bye, uh, please tell us where, tell the audience really where, where they can find you, um, all the socials and, and everything else. Um, yeah. Sure. Well, firstly, thank you so much. Um, you know, this this has been great chatting with you guys. It's it's been so much fun. Um, and I I can't wait to, you know, have more of these kind of conversations and and to really yep. all of us be Definitely. this catalyst um of of change in, in our community. But um you can find me at nehomera.com. Um my I'm very active on Instagram or try to be I do take a hiatus here and there <laughs> but on Instagram uh, underscore Nehomera um, and yeah feel free to you know reach out DM me um, I'm pretty responsive um, with my communication I I want to connect with more more and more people um, 
that was one of my 2020 goals is to do more offline stuff. And my life went <laughs> completely online. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yes, would love to connect with with anybody and every everyone who resonated with what we spoke about. I think there was a lot of different like tangents that we went on. But again, would would love to would love to hear any feedback that you have and any any comments that would be it would be great awesome thank um, you yeah we'll make sure we put your links and everything in the description of the podcast as well and uh, obviously when we put the posts and things out on social media we'll be tagging you in them so I'm sure people will definitely be reaching out and just wanting to connect with you because why wouldn't you like I know you're awesome like <laughs> you know <laughs> you guys are awesome um, no no thank you so much um, and like Hina said yeah please carry on doing what you're doing I think just like you know Hina talked about you know when you resonated with with someone championing you know your body type and everything that's exactly what you're doing for the youth of today so yeah no um, carry on doing what you're doing and we can't wait to talk to you again thank you so much guys thank, thank you, you. wow well, well um that was the part two of the episode with now gotta say um it felt good to talk about a lot of the stuff in this episode it was enlightening for me as a as a south asian male to be in the presence of of two women who i guess had experienced such difficulties i guess it's um it's interesting knowing and seeing a different perspective of of stuff like this especially on a day-to-day -day basis when when women have to deal with all these hostilities not just from you know external sources but just from within themselves so this was uh, an interesting and incredibly insightful conversation for me thank you guys for listening to that episode we'll be back next week with a brand new episode have a good one and be safe thank you all for listening to being brown as always you can find us on instagram at being brown podcast and on facebook at being brown you can find references to anything we've discussed in the description of the episode and you can also listen to the previous episodes wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts Thank you.